Welcome back, HFFL. We are on to week 12 of the HFFL pod. I have Kellen and Brendan with me tonight. Brendan wasn't able to make it, made a little uh, little COVID party, and things went south for him. So, Brendan, how you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm good. It sucks not being there with you guys, but glad we can – glad for technology. Yeah, for sure. Maybe Kellen. you shouldn't be partying your ass off, like, a week before Thanksgiving then. This <laughs> uh, <laughs> is not one to point I the finger, it, but it's pointed squarely. At you. I feel like the decisions I made that weekend were smarter than other decisions I could have been made that weekend. I don't know what that means. That I don't sounds either. scandalous. It sounds mischievous. <laughs> I like that. I, was, I, like I, that. I watched a half of football with four, uh, five people, and it bit me in the ass. And it cost you Thanksgiving. What the? I don't, oh, I don't wow. even like the teams. It was Ohio State, Indiana. I don't oh. even like those teams. Brutal. Was must, it worth must it? Must have been a hot chick you're chasing then, huh? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a lot cooler if it was. But there was free food there, so that's... Okay. All right, I'm in. There we go. All right, so we're going to go over the uh, Week 11 results, and we'll do a quick and dirty fab review, and then we'll break down our Week 12 matchups here. Uh, but we'll start off with the trades. Uh, first trade was Sam getting Tim Patrick, the 21 Kobe second, 21 Sam second, 21 Walt third, 22 Ryan first, 22 Rich second for Zeke. What are your thoughts here, Kellen? Uh, so despite the the roasting in the group chat, I think Sam did fine. I also think Rich did fine. So I kind of know exactly what both guys are trying to do here. Uh, Rich is buying low on a guy that's going to be back to form next year once my boy Dak returns. Um, smart move for a guy whose vision is now on to 2021. Um, Smart move also for Sam. He could, could he have gotten more? I think he probably could have. I know he was shopping Zeke, though. I was on the list of potential buyers for Zeke um, for the same reason that Rich got him for. Uh, I was looking for him to be an asset for me in 2021. I just wasn't quite willing or able to, to pay the price that, that Rich paid. So um, I, I just wasn't competitive there. And I, I think Sam was probably talking to a few other people. I hope he was at least. Um, it might have been the best offer on the table. So Rich gets stronger for 2021. Sam gets a late first and a slew of seconds for an aging running back. I really don't have a problem with it from either side. And even if I did, I'd be kind of dumb to talk shit about Sam's trade after he whooped <laughs> my ass last week. So, um, yeah, I, I really don't think it was bad for either guy. I think they both probably got what they were looking for. What are your thoughts here, Brandon? Yeah, I don't hate it on the surface. Anytime you see that Zeke Elliott, gets moved you think oh man watch out but uh seems fine uh tim patrick's having a sneaky pretty good year probably won't last too long once Courtland sudden and jerry judy kind of come back into form uh, i'd imagine he won't be on the broncos much longer here but either way he got a decent kind of slew of draft picks uh trade zeke while you can sam obviously through other trades that we'll talk about just going through full rebuild mode you might as well trade what you have while you can before he gets hurt or walks away to a shitty team or whatever. So I don't hate it. Yeah. And, and then for me, um, obviously this isn't for this year for Rich, you know, cause he's already out of it this year. So yeah. for this, so saying this is for next year, you know, you get 20, Zeke's 26. He's in the sixth year of his NFL career. He's got about 1700 NFL touches on his body, aging O-line. The O-line is declining. Um, 
I think he's got one or two more years in that 300 point club, you know, that 18 to 20 points per game. Uh, and then I think he finds himself in that end of life, Steven Jackson, you know, Frank Gore seven, eight years ago uh, type range, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as like an 11 to 13 point per game player. Yeah. Um, I don't think this was the best like long-term dynasty move, but Rich is going to be a legit contender next year, probably for the next two years. Um, and this definitely pushes him towards that, that top four, top five crowd. And then for Sam, you know, he gets a pick that's top three to five in the second round this year, a top five to seven pick in the second round this year, the 3.02, uh, a late first and a late second next year. So he restacked the cupboard. Um, I think he made a nice move here as far as dynasty goes. <clears throat> and I was also in on the Zeke bid. Um, my top offer was Rojo. On that. Yeah, it was Rojo and I don't even remember now. One of my wide receivers, and then like a second round pick, and I threw Jerome Baker in there, so he's nothing. But obviously, I couldn't contend with Rich's offer. Rich definitely gave him the best offer. It's there, a strong so. offer. Not, I, I like. I would have taken better. it too. Yeah, I would have <laughs> taken Rich's there too. So, all right, next move. Sam gets Justin Herbert. Um, I get the 2021 Mike second and the 22 Sam first. What do you think here, Brennan? Yeah, so this reminded me a lot of when I traded Lamar Jackson and that immediately uh, regretted my decision and figured I need to go and get a rookie quarterback. So I traded Michael Gallup in a first to Sam to try to get Burrow. Uh, I just pictured Sam going, oh, shit, I just traded brag, Russell Wilson. <laughs> huh? That was a humble brag, wasn't it? <laughs> I like more than close to. I like it. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> no, I just pictured Sam being like, "Oh shit, I got to backtrack a little bit here," and and he's trying to cover up past mistakes. Uh, I don't really get, you know, if you if you think about the Russell Wilson trade into this, which I know we're not supposed to, but it, I just think he's trying to trying to cover up for that mistake that he made ten days ago. As for the trade itself, it it seems like a fair trade. Um, so I called this one. Uh, I take you back to our pod that we recorded at the cottage um, after our draft. I believe I called it a quote-unquote Jimmy move to take uh, to spend a third-round pick uh, by picking up great value on the third-ranked quarterback in the draft. And after a hot streak, you would then trade him away for multiple early-round picks. Nice. So I hit that nail on the head. Um, just had to toot my own horn there for a second, being Kellen Domus. Um, now, uh, I do like this trade from both sides. I think, Brendan, you nailed it. I think he – I don't know if he panicked or what. I, I think it was a good move, but I think he realized he may need to, to make another move to kind of salvage getting rid of Russell Wilson. Um, it may be a little too cheap. So, I don't know if Sam's team truly got better after losing Russell Wilson and then trading for Justin Herbert. Um, I, I would have just hung on to Russell Wilson, but maybe he likes Herbert more. I mean, he's, he is younger. I think Russell Wilson's got a lot left in the tank, but Hey, it's a dynasty league. Get your guys. That's I'm a big proponent of that. Brendan, when we started in this league and we took over our teams, I wanted my guys. So even if I liked the players that I inherited, I, I dished them for picks and got my guys that I, that I wanted and uh, that I believed in and got as young as possible. So, um, I respect Sam for the move. Um, Sam has his quarterback of the present and future, but it, it did come at a cost. So um, he's got his guy. I don't know if it's worth the price or not. Time will tell. Um, and again, Herbert played an integral role in Sam just burying me into a mattress last week. So uh, <laughs> I'm not one to be too critical. Um, 
But uh, Jimmy got some good picks here too, and I know uh, Jimmy can do a lot of damage with some some good value picks. And then obviously, the whole point of this for me was just like Kellen was saying. I love to play the backup quarterback game, flip them, and get picks. Um, that twenty-two Sam first is really what I was after, especially because I knew that he was trading Zeke because he was using me as leverage. Very smart there, Sam. <laughs> using me as leverage to get a better deal out of Rich. So I knew he was trading Zeke. Um, so when Sam and I were negotiating, I was like, no, man, it's got to be your first. Like, that's the only one I'm willing to take. And obviously, I'm just kind of hoping Sam is top five next year. But we'll see. Who knows? I do kind of regret it. Top five pick, not top five performance. Top five pick, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I do kind of regret it because Herbert's a monster. Like, he was way better than he I ever thought good. he would be. I don't trust him with that new haircut, but that's what Sam said. <laughs> he looks like such a boner. <laughs> that's what Sam said. Um, but yeah, we'll see how this one plays out. He needs right, an active contract ASAP. I don't know how he doesn't have one already. Proactive or someone. Come on, give the kid a call. Who? Herbert. You want him to sign him a new contract already? No, I said he needs an acne contract. Oh, acne. Okay, okay. Yeah, we missed that. Yeah, yeah, proactive <laughs> needs to get on the phone. I, yeah. I got you now, yeah. I'm shocked no, he doesn't have one already. He looks like he's yeah, 14 that's, anyway. That's too bad. I mean, he makes a lot of money. Yeah, he does. All right, next Meanwhile, trade. my plan was, was draft Joe Burrow and play him for the one week Josh Allen has a bye, and then he goes and breaks his ACL like a little bitch. Oh, uh, you're like, going to trade him? Yep. Yeah. He was gonna. He was gonna deal, Burrow. He was talking about it. Yeah, I think he found a guy, and you should hang on to him. But hey, let's break down your uh, your and Walsh trade here. So Walt gets Hollywood Brown, and you got Debo. Tell us about that, Brennan. So as you guys know, I love Hollywood. Uh, he was one of the guys that I was super high on when he came out a couple years ago, and probably valued him a little bit higher than what a lot of other people did. But took him. He's shown some glimpses that he can really good, but he's just so inconsistent. And I can't handle it. He literally scored zero points for me this week. Um, Bebo, I, I loved him as well. Um, he, to me, when he's healthy, he has more consistency. Um, so when Walt reached out to me, I think he reached out like last Friday, and I kind of sat on the trade a little bit. And pretty much right after that 1 o'clock game uh, on Sunday, I, when Hollywood had zero points, I said, yep, I'm doing it. I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> so it was a rage trade. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. Did you? Uh, what did you think here, Kellen? I I, did, I don't get it. <laughs> it's um, I think I'd rather have Debo, but um, I mean, you said Hollywood's inconsistent, but this year he's been nothing but consistent. He's been consistently terrible. <laughs> um, so I, I mean, I think we're splitting hairs in this trade because. Hollywood is ineffective and Debo can't stay on the field. So um, I guess I'd rather have the guy that produces when he plays, but it's rare when he does play, but uh, it's not a huge deal to me, this trade, I guess. Yeah, definitely one for one. I like the idea of Walt getting his stack, you know, if, if Lamar throws a long touchdown, he gets it to Hollywood. Uh, it just hasn't really, hasn't really worked out this year. <laughs> Doubling down on the Lamar trade. He is doubling down on the Lamar trade. One of the stats when I was kind of looking these up too, that I, I thought was very interesting for Lamar. So for his career coming into this year, he was a 36% passer on, on passes over 20 plus yards in the air. This year, he's only at 27%. And that's one thing that Hollywood's just been bitching up a storm about is he's not even getting a chance. Like he, Hollywood's in the top 10 in air yards in the league, but the passes aren't even close. He can't catch them. He might as well be a throw. So yeah, so yeah he's, he's pissed. To last when he's we'll dropping see, passes. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that's a bad luck. Watch him come out and ball out this week with Lamar. He probably will. I love the yeah, guy. But he's I just dropped him. 
What's that, Brennan? I said he'll probably come ball out now. Yeah, I just dropped him in the guillotine league, so now he'll probably tear it up. Probably. Someone will pick him up as a free agent and beat me. All right, next trade. Corey gets Damian Harris. Rich gets the 21 Ryan first, which has been passed around again, and the 21 Corey third. (laughs) Uh, What do you think here, Kellen? Uh, What do I think? So um, I forget who it was, but someone in the group chat kind of nailed it with their comment, like, uh, something like, how do you sell off Antonio Gibson and then buy Damian Harris? Like, with the strategy being, you're not competing yet, so, like, what are you really doing with a good running back kind of thing? Um, and I also don't trust anyone in the Patriots' backfield, uh, just kind of historically. I, I've i just always kind of steered away from that position as a whole. Because um, they could all be replaced at a drop of a hat. Look at uh, look no further than Jonas Gray. Remember that guy? Um, <laughs> Corey has picks coming out of it. What's that? But God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Did that one burn you in the past or something? No, you just taking the words out of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> Deleting my notes. Yep, stole your notes, buddy. Um, I mean, Corey has picks coming out of his ears, though, so he can afford to buy some players if he believes in them. Uh, I just don't understand that one. If he if he, he sold off Antonio Gibson, correct? So, yep. Um, I don't understand why you then turn around and buy Damian Harris for a first and a third. That gives me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I, sure. I'm not a fan. Do you have anything to add, Brendan? Uh, nope. Kellen's a little bitch and steals my words. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I was looking into this. Um, and obviously, I, I don't like this trade. I was that person in the group chat. Yeah. Questioning why. We should hang out. Yeah, right. Questioning, you know, the the logic of trading in circles there, something I was notorious at for years. Mm. Um, but it's funny because he traded Gibson to Mike for the 2022 Mike first and then two thirds. Uh, you know, the logic that blah, 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 his window's three to five years out, Gibson won't be there, which is probably true. Um, then he turns around, <clears throat> he goes out and buys the Ryan first. He gives up the 21 Scott second and my 2022 first. So he spends a first and second to get the Ryan first, then adds a third with the first he just bought to get Damian Harris. So he actually gave a first, a second, and a third for Damian Harris. So he gave more for Damian Harris than he did for Antonio Gibson. And we all just watched Antonio Gibson go absolutely <laughs> nuts on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, obviously this one, this one looks bad in hindsight. Obviously I can't really talk though, because I traded Gibson for McCole Hartman. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and skip past this one. So I obviously was wrong there. So we, we can edit this before we post yeah, right, exactly. Uh, and then last trade um, just happened the other day here. Corey gets Philip Lindsay and the 2021 Sam second. Sam gets Tony Pollard, 22 Kobe third, and the 21 Scott fourth. Brennan, do you have anything here? Yeah, I don't really understand the trade anywhere. Um, I think <laughs> Philip Lindsay has a little bit more upside than Pollard just because he's capable of taking that starting rollback anytime. Whereas if long as Zeke's there, Pollard's not going to get significant touches until unless Zeke gets hurt. But uh, I don't know. Seems like a fair trade. I just don't get it. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, it's similar to the to Walton Brendan's trade. I don't see this as too groundbreaking either. But um, I agree with Brendan. I, I think I'd rather have Philip Lindsay decide in this. But uh, like I told you earlier, I'm just kind of a big time Melvin Gordon hater. So. Uh, I just think it's kind of whatever. I, I don't like how Sam gave up his second, yeah. though. Um, that's a valuable pick. That's a top five pick in the round. So yeah. yeah, so I, I didn't like that one. I, I didn't like it either because I think Lindsay's the best player in this deal. 
Um, so he gives up the best player and the best pick, and it's obviously it's never good when you're on that end of a trade. So yeah, um, you know, Sam Sam had some some good moments in his trades this week and some rough moments here. All right, so we'll move and on to our <laughs> <laughs> move on to our uh, game pick reviews here. Um, so as of on the season now, I am five and six. Um, I picked myself as my lock three in a row, three in a row, working well for me here. Um, I picked Greg as the upset, and he's got stat corrected, so I'm down to. Actually, I got to change that. I'm brutal. down to four and seven after that brutal defeat. Um, Ryan picks Kellen to win with his lock of the week. He's now seven and four, and he picked Kobe for his upset. My and, bad. Oh no, yes, Kellen lost there. Picks Kobe. Kobe's eight. And sure three. did. Yeah, Kobe gets his upset there, so he's eight and three on his upsets now. Walt picks Kellen as his lock of the week. Oh. Ouch. Brutal. Sorry to let y'all down. Yep, and he is now eight and three. Um, with his locks and there was an upset he picked Greg so he got stat corrected there too so he is five and six on the year uh, Rich pricked pricked <laughs> <laughs> Rich picked Brendan as his lock um, Brendan lost oh. he was on stat correction alert yeah. was not able to get himself out of that Tough Rich loss. is four and three now and he picked Sam as his upset bringing himself uh, up to four and three there so we'll move on to our matchups here Kellen you have uh, Jim versus Rich go ahead all right, so just kind of looking at the positions here. So, um, starting quarterback, Mahomes versus Matt Ryan. That was a 21-point difference. Running back matchup was actually run won by Rich by a 17-point margin. Uh, Jimmy pulls out a 9-point win at wide receiver. Tight end matchup between Goddard and Waller essentially was a push. Um, so, after looking at just the offense, slight advantage, Jimmy. Um, defense really is what, the made, is what made the difference here. Um, or Jimmy won big at D-line, linebacker, and DB. JPP. Yeah, yeah, that helps all. Was he have seven fingers? I don't know. But so he's not, not ten. I know Thanks, it's less Rich. than ten. But yeah. um, I, I think even Rich would admit that this was kind of the expected outcome here. Rich is on a 2021. Um, I, I, I don't think a loss in kind of this David versus Goliath-esque matchup is going to cost him to lose any sleep. So. On to bigger and better things next year for Rich. So, Jimmy gets his win, and he's rising up those standings. Need it. Kids back. All right, Kobe versus Ryan, Brendan. Yeah, so a few weeks ago, I thought me and Ryan were going to bond over chocolate milk, and then Ryan went on the podcast and said I should trade my first and my second next year for, I think he said Julio Jones, but I don't have a first or second next year. So, <laughs> clearly, Ryan didn't do any research. Um what an idiot. Um, so seeing Ryan losing that nail biter was a real, real smile to my face in a tough week where I found out I couldn't go to family Thanksgiving. So Ryan's running back situation is still killing him. I haven't heard anything about CMC lately, uh, but Ryan needs him back bad. You can trade me for Mike Davis. There you go. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that was so weird. I like how you're just like the, the rivalry flame goes yeah, away and then yeah. Brennan takes a torch to it. <laughs> it. Are I you drinking it. milk right now? No, I haven't. I know. I, <laughs> I wish I had milk. All right. Next matchup, Julian versus Scott. Kellen. Um, yeah, so, uh, so Julian hung in here. Uh, a couple of really crappy outings by Jerry Judy and Todd Gurlneys. Held Julian back from really flirting with the upset, but he fell just a little bit short here. Um, similar to the matchup I covered with Jimmy versus Rich, this was kind of that David versus Goliath matchup again. Um, it 
would have been quite the shakeup if this matchup didn't go how the entire rest of the league expected it to go. Uh, Scott's team was just too good, too strong, too deep. It takes a lot to beat them, and it was a hell of an effort by Julian, but just wasn't in the cards. I didn't really feel like a ton of analysis was needed there. Uh, next matchup was Jeff versus Greg. Um, I picked Greg here, and if Greg would have just changed his lineup and took DeAndre Swift out, who was announced out two days before Sunday, <laughs> um, he would have gotten 2.6 points from Troy Mancope, his only other active running back, and he would have won. Um, instead, he was on stat correction alert for the third week in a row, and he lost on a stat correction, a stat change for the second time in three weeks. You know, and it's really hard to feel bad for him because he didn't change his lineup. So that obviously took him out of the playoffs. Um, he had controlled his own destiny up to this point. Uh, obviously, now he does not. Now Mike does. So Greg is the seventh seed. Um, and he doesn't really have the points. He's ninth in points four, tenth in potential points. Um, he's got Ryan and Sam left, two very winnable games. But, you know, it's not really up to him now. He's got to hope for some help. So, um, and then for Jeff. And also, he also did set his lineup again this week. Just throwing that in there. Well, what can you do? If he doesn't want to be in, he doesn't want to be in. I don't know how to. You can't make him. He's there. He's in the running. So, and then for Jeff, you know, I, I was really hoping Jeff would lose this week. Um, if Jeff lost and I won, it gave me a shot to get at the bye week. Um, but obviously with Jeff winning, you know, he's, he basically, he has to win one game of his next two to lock up the bye. Um, and obviously he's got a tough one this week with Scott, but I think he plays Brendan after that, maybe. I don't really remember at the moment. So um, he's got a shot to, to get his, his one win and then lock it up here. Uh, next matchup, Mike versus Walt, Brendan. Yeah, Mike got a uh, nice little 30-point burger from Russell Wilson on his first game um, with him. Uh, Walt put up a pretty good fight. He had Lamar have a good game. I think he put up 24, but just couldn't get enough out of his other guys to, to pull off the win versus Mike. Uh, Mike's team's looking real solid heading into this final stretch now with, with Russell Wilson, so it's going to be fun to see. Hopefully he doesn't pass me, but it's going to be fun to see Healthy and stuff. Uh, if he can make a little run. Yeah, for sure. Watch out for Mike. <laughs> Next matchup is uh, Kellen versus Sam. That's exactly uh, what Mike wants you to say, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no. He is, we'll take he's, that out. He's feeling himself right now. Get it, Mike. Get it. He is just <laughs> dreaming of this sunset title walk-off, walk-off <laughs> win. No, he's staying even if he wins. He ain't quitting. He's for it. I don't know who he talked to all day. I don't know. He's talking to himself. Hey, yeah, he pulls up the group chat all day. I don't know what else he would do. Fill that he, might stay in, he might stay in the group. <laughs> I, yeah. I, say I don't know, there. Mike, but takes over, like commissioner, takes over the commissioner spot. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even run a team. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, next matchup was Kellen versus Sam. Uh, Kellen takes a beating here. He just got handled by a four and seven team. Um, <sighs> Kellen is 7-4, and four, though. He's the three seed, fourth in points four and potential points. Um, but his highest scoring QB of his trio this week was Drew Locke with 11. Um, Aaron Donald, I thought this was interesting, plays, has played 108 snaps in the last two weeks, and he has two points to show for it. So that should just kind of tell you where Kellen's been the last couple weeks here. Cooper Cup had more <clears throat> tackles than Aaron Donald last week. <laughs> um, Kellen's got Julian and Walt left. Um, he he did still have a shot at the bye. I'd say now it's more of an outside shot. He needs uh, both myself and he needs Jeff to lose two, and he needs me to lose probably two actually for the point. So um, he's he's got a got a tough spot here, but we'll see. Um, and then for Sam, obviously he's just playing spoiler. So he uh, goes and trades for the offensive rookie of the year. So he's he's feeling pretty good right now. Mission accomplished. Yeah. I mean, it's meant a dollar last week on Olivier Vernon who got 
36 <laughs> points. So, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Nice pickup, Sam. Yeah, good job, Dollar Sam. well spent. Look at Dave. Uh, and then last matchup here is Corey versus Brendan. Uh, yeah, Brendan. Uh, yikes. Um, that one point loss really stings. Corey had some surprisingly strong performances from like Tony Pollard, Kalen Balaj, Michael Pittman, Joey Sly, even the, the very important kicker position. Love him. Uh, even Montez Sweat and, and Jonathan Abram. So um, you didn't exactly get them on the easiest week, but the fantasy gods didn't exactly have your back either, given that you lost Joe Burrow mid game uh, and Hollywood Brown put up that aforementioned goose egg. But come on, I haven't seen a defense perform this bad since Sexy Kell's Facebook account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> they I got hacked, man. Mean, yeah, what happened? He was sending borderline porn out to like everybody <laughs> on his friend list. <laughs> you didn't get it? No. Oh, I called him like as soon as I got it. Like, yeah, you got hacked. <laughs> He's like, I just got like three other texts. <laughs> what? How do I do? How do I stop this? Yeah, who had to walk through how to shut that down? Yeah, I don't know what he did, but I was like, I don't know. Just make a status saying don't open any links. But, oh, uh, yeah, here, <laughs> moral of the story, your defense shit the bed too, but so did your whole team pretty much. So, um, wasn't your week. Garrett having COVID didn't help. No, it didn't, but you were also playing Corey. So, um, and that shot's directed more at you than Corey. Um, but, <laughs> hey, you, you had a rough week. Corey had a pretty good week uh, for what his team can put out for uh, in 2020 so uh it's kind of bad a bad bad weekend for the lynch clan we'll get them next time all right so on to the playoff seating review um scott is the one seed he has locked up the bye he hasn't locked up a, a one seed just yet but he has locked up a bye uh jeff is the two he could still theoretically lose the bye but it is unlikely um i'm the three kellen is the four ryan is the five and mike is currently the six greg and brendan are the seven and eight um, they do have a shot. They have the same record as Mike. They're just down in points at the moment. And then Walt is still mathematically alive, um, but he's going to need some help if he's going to get in there. And then the 2021 top five, Corey has the 1.01. Kobe's pick, or excuse me, Walt's pick is the 1.02, owned by Corey. Kobe's pick is the 1.03, owned by Greg. Brendan's pick is the 1.04, owned by Corey. And Greg's pick is the 1.05. All right, so let's do a very quick fab review here. So, Kellen, what was your favorite ad this week? I mean, I picked up a stud kicker for a buck, so that was pretty <laughs> solid. Um, I mean, there's not too much discuss in any of the fab moves this week. Um, I guess if I had to pick a, a favorite, though, Demir Bird for $2 by Scott. Uh, dude's getting a lot of targets lately. He's producing pretty damn well here and there. So, um, And that's with a quarterback who isn't exactly a terrific thrower these days. So. I guess it's three dollars well spent by Scott for, you know, it's a shot. Yeah, we'll see what he turns into and what he can maintain. Brendan, what about you here for favorite ad? With Mitch Trubisky, anytime you can get a starting quarterback for three bucks, do it. I'm gonna, Even I'm gonna cheat. Sucks. I'm gonna cheat a little bit um, because it was a late in the week ad last week, and just point out that Jeff adding Taysom Hill actually won him his matchup. He got negative two oh. from Jake Luton. And seven from Baker, and then Taysom comes out and scores twenty-four, and Jeff wins by half a point. Did he so, start him at QB or tight? Oh, you can't. He could okay. only do QB. And it was bullshit. So. Only ESPN allowed that, right? That was uh, straight sure. yeah. bullshit. He was he was a tight end that. on Fanduel, and I didn't do a Fanduel lineup last week. Okay, should have blew it. All right, least favorite ad, Brendan. Um, 
I'm pulling a uh, Orion here and okay. then Kellen. doing your research. Perfect. Least, <laughs> least favorite ad, Kellen. Wow, another jab. Uh, <laughs> so my least favorite was Trubisky. Uh, yeah, I understand Brennan's point. You're getting a starting quarterback for three bucks, but I just, I just think he's trash. So I mean, he's a young quarterback. We'll see what happens, but yeah. I don't know if he needed to spend three bucks on him. Yeah. Who knows? Eh, it's three bucks. Nothing major, but I think a dollar would have gotten it done. Yeah. Do you have anything here for least favorite, Brendan? Nope. Nope. Perfect. Biggest overspend, Kellen? Uh, I mean, the the biggest spend was three bucks. I don't know if anybody's called out for that one, so I got nothing. <laughs> Perfect. Fine. How about uh, value? Probably your kicker? <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> uh, I go with Walt's $3 pickup of Alex Singleton. Uh I guess he's been going to get a, a good amount of tackles lately, but still, I don't know if three dollars is exactly great value. So, yeah, uh, everybody's got pr- pretty much out of fab, so yeah. the value plays are are kind of out the window. No, no huge pickups either this week. Is no, there's quiet. really nothing there. I was going right, to so pick on this guy named Demir Bird, and then I saw he got twenty six points last week. Yeah. <laughs> so never mind. There you go. All right, so we'll move on to the matchups here for week twelve. Um, first matchup is Sam versus Mike. What do you got here, Kellen? So it's nice to have two games under our belt already this week before <laughs> picking winners and losers. Cheers. Yeah, the uh, the 37 points uh, that Antonio Gibson has already racked up for Mike is a tough hold for Sam to dig himself out of. So um, Sam also has to play his former quarterback in Russell Wilson. Uh, might make for a tough week for Sam. I think he's kind of off. Uh, he's on to 2021. So I don't know if he cares that much, but I will take Mike comfortably in this one. As he uh, he's fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. What do you got, Brendan? Yeah, I think with Russell Wilson going for Mike, I think he's just way too strong for Sam. Sam's pretty weak and inconsistent at both running back and wide receiver, and I just don't think he's going to keep up with with what Mike got, what Mike has going on. So we'll go with Mike. Um, and then Mike, uh, Mike obviously controls his own playoff destiny now. Um, he Fantasy Pros says he has a fifty-five percent chance of making it into the playoffs. Um, and as Mike said, you know, he doesn't believe in revisionist history, despite him speaking openly about revisionist history in the chat. Uh, so <laughs> I thought that was quite uh, that was a quick 180. Yeah, Did you go back good. and read it? No, I didn't really read it either, but <laughs> no. I probably should have. Maybe I should have. Mike has uh, he's ripped off four straight, though. Got himself six and five. He's got it's some hot. great matchups this week. You know, Sam Dave in a nice, uh, nice spot to play spoiler. I'm sure he'd love to do that. Um, he's uh, He's definitely up against it, but, you know. Herbert, uh, Herbert, maybe some Herbert magic here. Maybe uh, adding the elite players like uh, Tony Pollard will get it done here. So, 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 are you picking? Who are you picking? Here? I'm picking Mike Big. Okay, Big. So just, just to confirm, we are all three picking against the highest scoring team last week. Oh, these things happen. And I made my notes before the Thursday games. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right, next matchup. Julian. Only team to break 200 last week was Sam. Really. 208. Next matchup is Julian versus Kellen. Brendan, what do you have here? Yeah, I think this will come down to QB play, and I think Julian has the edge. Uh, Tua hasn't done much with the uh, fantasy-wise. Um, he's been okay through his first few starts, except for last week. Um, so I'm calling upset. I'm going with Julian. What do you got here, Kellen? Yeah, we miss Dak. We miss Dak a lot right now. That's um fair. I had a really bad feeling. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll help. Um, I had a really bad feeling about this week's matchup uh, until Thursday. Um, I, 
had a had a big Thursday from my guys that played. So um, I'm feeling a little bit better about it. I'm not getting too confident, but um, I'm a big Todd girl knees truther too. And once I saw I was going against him this week, um, that he had a juicy matchup against the Raiders. It was kind of nightmares of him falling into the end zone like three times. So uh, Gurley, I believe, is not playing yep, this out. week. So um, lucky break for the Irish Tigers. And I, as I mentioned earlier, earlier I was lucky enough to get 57 points on Thursday from my boys Will Fuller, TJ Hawkinson, and Zach Cunningham. So the Irish Tigers are off to a great start. Julian's got a lot of talent and an eye on the future, but I'm thinking uh, I'm I'm pretty – confident about my chances this week after a big Thanksgiving day so I think if Tua can just get me you know 10 to 15 just be functional out there against the Jets I think I'm in for a good that ends in a win so I thought this was interesting looking into these Kellen's 7-4 on the year but he's only 3-3 three and three since the Dak injury so with Dak Kellen was averaging 189 points per game without Dak he's averaging 166 We're talking about a 23 point per game difference Kellen has completely lost his teeth um very, very tough he got kicked toothless in the mouth tigers. And, uh, he's got no tight <laughs> toothless tigers that's good that's real good uh, but luckily his irish keep winning so he's feeling good he's i'll right. take that exchange easy trade-off for him i'm sure callan's got great matchups this week um julian obviously is just playing spoiler um he just now realized that his record doesn't affect his draft slot i guess i should have been more specific when i was explaining all that so he's a little disappointed but uh sorry about that buddy Unfortunately, well, like Kelly and Kellen didn't understand how taking 1.01 in the dispersal draft. Not that you got the first overall pick in the real draft. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, was ex- it. it was explained a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sounds good. It was explained a few times, but what can you do? Um, unfortunately, Julian has some tough matchups, so I, I think he's going to keep it relatively close, um, but I do think Kellen wins this one. Next matchup, Ryan versus Greg. Kellen, what do you have here? Ryan versus Greg. So a 40-burger <laughs> from Deshaun. That's going to be tough to fight back from, but uh, Greg does have Kyler Murray, and that's as good as any to be the one to even that that quarterback matchup out. So, um, unfortunately for Greg, nobody told him that he'd be without DeAndre Swift and Randall Cobb, who uh, he started both of them in his starting lineup. So, this one's over. Yeah. Um, take a week off, Ryan. Um, and Greg, maybe a little bit of effort next time. So, uh, this is a pretty easy lock of the week for me since Greg just didn't really mentally show up. Yeah, do you have anything here, Brendan? Yeah, I was just really looking forward to picking against Ryan, and I looked into it and saw DeAndre Swift and Randall Cobb are in Greg's starting lineup. So, Ryan, have a nice, tall, cold glass drink of chocolate milk for me, and congrats on the win. My Is it officially chocolate milk now? Chocolate milk. Well, he's got a white milk body, but we talk about chocolate milk sometimes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, I was originally, I had some notes on this and was going to go all in depth. And I had this as my co-game of the week because Greg was fighting for his playoff life, you know, because I made these notes on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And, and yeah, Greg, Greg let me down. So I picked Ryan and now I'm not even going to waste anybody's time. Ryan obviously wins there. Uh, Brendan versus Jim. What do you got here, Brendan? Yeah, obviously the wheels falling off for me. Uh, Miles Garrett not being good with COVID. Um, my whole running back and wide receiver situation is just inconsistent. Uh, so I think it's you with the win, especially with Amari Cooper already letting it up last, uh, yesterday. So it's you. What do you got here, Colin? Yeah, so some decent performances already this week uh, by some defensive players for Brendan. But 
Fortunately for him, Amari Cooper's 23 points damn near matched the output from Brendan's three defensive players. So ultimately, I think the better team wins here, a.k.a. Jimmy. But my best Lee Corso impersonation, not so fast, my friend. This oh. one will be closer than the experts think. Um, and since I don't know any other game to pick an upset for, this is my upset of the week. <laughs> I think Jimmy wins, but I, I think this one's close at least. So um, I have to call it my upset of the week. Hey, so no. I don't know who else to pick. It's all good. Um, yeah, so headgear ready. Which what? Set? Put on a picture of like a mask of me. Put on the headgear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a big Brendan head. Yep. Start waving to the crowd. Yeah. So one thing I did notice about Brendan, um, you know, obviously he had that hot start. Uh, but over the last six weeks, he's the second lowest scoring team in the HFFL at 149 per game. Um, I'm going to go with myself. I'm going to pick myself as lock of the week. It's been hot. I'm going to stay with it. Um, Got to keep winning to have any shot at the bye, and I need uh, Jeff to lose out here. So here's the hoping. Lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Rich versus Corey. What do you got here, Kellen? Uh, Corey with a slight lead after each team has had three players finish their games uh, from Thanksgiving. Uh, two defensive players with big performances so far this week for Corey and Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat. Zeke didn't do any favors for Rich, but I do still think he has uh, too much firepower uh, for Corey to contain. So I think Rich does win by double digits here. All right. Brandon? Yeah, big draft implication game. I know Rich doesn't have his own pick and Corey has everybody's pick, but um, <laughs> either way, whoever has Rich's pick should be cheering like hell for Corey. Um, I think it's going to come off. Um, Corey's going to be coming off that big one-point win against me last week. I think he celebrated too hard, and I think he gets blown out of the water this week, so I'm going Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got Rich here as well. Um, I think he's going to handle business. Um, next matchup, Walt versus Corey. Brendan – or Kobe, excuse me. Brendan, what do you got here? Uh, yeah, for Walt, even though I just praised you for picking up Mitch Trubisky, the thought that he has to be your starter, never a good sign. Um, does look like Chris Carson is going to be back for you, Walt. That's huge for you. Um, and I actually do think it's going to be enough to beat Kobe, uh, just by a little bit. Okay. What do you got here, Cal? I mean, J.J. Watt's still a bad man, and that gets Kobe off to a hot start. Well, Walt's team's sputtering here of late a little bit. So, to make matters worse, it now looks like, uh, yeah, Trubisky's a starter, which, like Brendan said, is not exactly a recipe for success. Kobe uh, has two of his main offensive weapons in Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones with a pretty tough matchup against the Bears. But I think the Aarons prevail and both put up some points. So I will take Kobe in this matchup. Um, I also picked Kobe. Um, I picked him, like I said, I made these on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, for me, it was just that Walt's kind of in a free fall. Uh, he's just really struggling. And, and when I made the notes, you know, there was Baltimore was in the middle of that outbreak. Um, obviously that outbreak has since got worse. They're saying supposedly Baltimore is going to play on Tuesday, but you know, obviously um, Lamar's not playing because he was positive. So um, I picked Kobe. This is going to be my upset of the week. I'm going to stand by it here. And then last game we have Scott versus Jeff. This was my game of the week here. So Brendan, what do you have? Yep. Uh, game of the week. Uh, one versus. We all got this as right? game of the week. Yep. So one versus two, the... hard not to have it. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, very evenly matched when you look down the board. Um, 
know people gave Jeff a lot of shit a couple of weeks ago for not having a QB. Well, look who's left now because he went and drafted a tight end who is playing as a QB. Uh, <laughs> so that being said, I think it will come down to the QB and tight end position. Taysom had a real solid game somehow last week. Uh, and if he can put anything close to that up again, I think Jeff has a chance. Um, and then obviously it comes down to Travis Kelsey versus Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas didn't do a whole lot on Thursday, but you really need Kelsey to get slowed down. Fortunately for Jeff, there's a lot of targets in Kansas City, so there's a shot that maybe this particular week he doesn't get a lot of looks. Uh, but that's going to be the decider. That being said, I'm still going with Scott as the winner. What about you here, Kellen? Yeah, it's a heavyweight matchup. This is also my game of the week. Um, each guy has had two players go already. It's essentially tied. Should be a good one. Uh, I can't believe this battle for first place consists of a matchup battle between Carson Wentz and, and Taysom Thrill. But, uh, <laughs> hey, here we are. So when the skill positions consist of battles between Stefan Diggs, Miles Sanders, Alvin Kamara, and Kelsey versus Delvin, Devontae Adams, and a Michael P. Ryan-less Frank Gore, <laughs> and Justin Jefferson, I guess you get away with some subpar quarterback options. So uh, two stout defenses to go along with these uh, offensive weapons. So um, should be a really close matchup. I do think Scott wins, but um, yeah, this should be a really fun game to watch. I hope it's close. I hope it's high scoring because um, these are, the, you know, pretty clear that these are the two of the, the upper echelon teams in the league. So for me, um, I think I got a definitive answer to the the question of who would I rather win the title, Scott or Jeff, this weekend after spending the weekend with Jeff. It is very clearly Scott for me. I'd rather have Scott win the title. Um, There's no doubt. But I also want to make sure that we get Mike Hill added to this who would you least likely to win the title here. So, you know, Mike is – he's really working on his revisionist history, working on getting himself back into this this race. So I'm going Scott here. I think Scott's going to get it done this week. He's just – he's pretty tough. Um, And Jeff's got some – some matchups and some, some COVID issues going on. So we'll see how that game plays out with uh, the Steelers and we'll go from there. So we also need yeah, if to you have my support. I'm cheering for you. <laughs> get it, Jeff. <clears throat> um, we we got to get on Walt baby love here a little bit. We are. He's, he's slacking. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. He's slacking. Uh, we only have one segment this week. It's Walt from, baby's out of love. It's from Scott. It's a freaking out, man. I'm interested. I haven't listened oh, to it yet. Man. I'm interested to see how it goes. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Brennan, thanks for being on here with us. Kellen, good to have you. Sure thing. Glad to be yeah. up. All right. We're on silver, but I'll try to be drunker next time. All right. Yeah, stuff it up. Be better. See you, boys. See ya. See you, guys. You're stopping. Happy Friday, boys. It is everybody's segment that they don't care if it gets posted or not. I'm freaking out, man. Sponsored by Gatorade. Sometimes by Gatorade Protein. Only when it's in stock. Just like this podcast. You never know when it's going to come. Yesterday, the Lions were a big disappointment. And it got me thinking of other big disappointments. That's right. None other than Trash Trunk You Stunk. The cave is going to be renamed the crab because instead of having this luxurious thing in the rocks, he's going to be a little pussy 
and go in the sand and bury there and lose in the first round. That's right. His whole team is dependent on three people. Galvin, Jefferson, and Devontae Adams. If one of those guys goes down or has an off game, your man is out of the playoffs. I didn't know that there was a worse QB duo than myself. But looking around, and sure enough, the crab has one. Good luck finding somebody to start between Minshew, Luton, Hill, and Mayfield. Your draft day surprise, Patrick Queen, has been a huge bust and returned to super average. And other than that, Jimmy's on a win streak hotter than Mike's work wife. So, Mr. Crab, I want you to go ahead, listen to the pod, stop, go back, really listen to it, because at the end of the day, you're going to be freaking out, man. <laughs>